Life Audio. Just ahead on the Encouragement for You podcast, Steve Saint talks about reconciliation and forgiveness. And physician and author Dr. Walt Larimore responds to listeners with questions about health issues. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. Your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Steve Saint is the son of one of five men who were martyred by the Wadani Indians of South America in 1956. He later adopted the man who murdered his father as a member of his family. In our opening segment, Steve and host Don Hawkins talk about forgiveness and reconciliation. I was speaking at a church not too terribly long ago, and um, I was talking about forgiveness and the need to reconcile you know in uh, 2 Corinthians 7 or 5:17 through 20 it says that hmm. if any man is in Christ he's a new creature old things have passed away behold all things have become new and it says this is possible because God has reconciled us to himself reconciliation you know like you get your bank statement and the bank says you have less money than you're sure that you have well, you have to do a reconciliation. You have to talk to them and figure out who's wrong. Something's missing. Something's been subtracted that shouldn't have been. And that process we call a reconciliation where you come to terms starting out believing that uh, the state of affairs is different. The bank, at least I've never had to reconcile with the bank, where the bank thought I had more than I thought I did. Yeah, I've never had that problem either. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that happens. Rarely. But in relationships, you know, why is it that so, so, 
so many of us, and nobody is immune, why is it that so many of us have broken and hurt relationships? You know, the, my conclusion is this. It's that we all tend to think that a 50-50 relationship is the ideal. Mm, yeah. For instance, I remember um, teaching a class on marriage when I was just newly married. Isn't that the way we usually do it? It is indeed. And I remember reading what somebody recommended that every marriage should be a uh, 100% equation. It ought to be the husband ought to give 50% and the wife ought to give 50%. And I remember realizing somehow I don't think that that works. And then I and then I realized why. Now it took me a it took me a little while longer. And this is what I would suggest it is that a 50-50 relationship never works because when we get 50%, we always see it as less than that. And when we give 50%, we always see it as more than that. We always, always tend to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. And so when we see a 50-50 relationship, both sides tend to see it as 60-40. They, see, they tend to think that they're giving more than they're getting. But how in the world, done do we get over that unless... What if both sides in a marriage or a friendship decided that they were willing to give more than they got? Yeah. If we were willing to give 60 and get 40, both sides would surely think that they were, at least at least the vast majority. And I think, frankly, that that's the only way that it works. Now, I'll give you an example. I've been married to Ginny for 34 years, and... It has been a marriage made in heaven. In fact, I, I don't say that loosely because if it wasn't for that, mm-hmm. I don't think that it would have worked. Yeah, I am not easy to get along with, but in 34 years, I have always felt like Jenny was willing to get give a lot more than she ever asked me back for. Mm. Yeah. And it seems to me that isn't that why our relationship with Christ works? Because... He didn't wait until we were lovely to choose us. He took us while we were yet sinners. Yeah. And if we would do the same with each other. But before we go too deep, I want to admit that I've had my struggles with people. Fortunately, it hasn't been many, but there have been some. And To be candid about it, Steve, you and I both have had our share with other individuals. Maybe not a huge number. I, I've not had a huge number, but I've had conflicts uh, you know, in families, we learn how to push buttons, and uh, I unfortunately have learned how to push people's buttons, and people have learned how to push my buttons, and uh, sometimes that gets us in a crosswise and irritating thing. I've heard it said that the loneliest place is surrounded by casual friends. Yeah. Um, the friendships that we long for are the friendships of people who are willing to sacrifice themselves for us, which... Yeah. The Bible calls the, uh, you know, it says that nobody loves anybody more than somebody who's willing to give their life yeah. for a friend. Yeah, and, and Paul in Second Corinthians, about the uh, 12th chapter, near the end of the chapter, said to the people in Corinth, Most gladly will I spend and be spent for you, though the more abundantly I love you, the less I seem to be loved. And isn't that the way it goes sometimes? It, 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 that seems to describe what you were talking about, that 
60-40 kind of relationship where the Corinthians probably thought, we're giving Paul a lot more than we're getting from this guy. Um, Don, I, I started talking about this man that came up to me after I had used Second Corinthians five seventeen through twenty, which right. are you know talks about God reconciling us to Himself and then calling us to be His ambassadors of reconciliation. I was talking about it in terms of the gospel. This man came up to me afterwards and he shook my hand and wouldn't let it go, and he said, "So I guess." I probably ought to talk to my brother and sister. Hmm. I didn't know what he's talking about. And I said, have you not been talking to them? He said, no, not since my mother died. Hmm. And I said, why? And he said, because some harsh things were said then. And I said, how long ago was that? He said, 38 years. Hmm. He had one brother and one sister, his only living relatives, and they hadn't spoken in 38 years. Yeah. When I got when we showed uh, end of the spear at um, the United Nations building afterwards, uh, a diplomat from Uganda came up to me, and I could tell that the man was just in terrible pain. And he said, "My story is like yours." And I thought, "How could that be?" He said, "My father was brutally killed in the genocides in Uganda." Mm. He said, "The difference between us is that I saw that those men were put in jail." And I have never, ever forgiven them. He made the and choice I, not to forgive. Yeah. Well, I don't think he. I don't think he knew how. Jenny and I went on a cruise, and uh, after end of the spear was shown, this was a crystal cruise. They took us from Miami down to Ecuador and just asked us to show the movie, and uh, we needed to go down anyway. But this this old man who had lost every member of his family except himself in the Holocaust. Um, terrible, terrible thing. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. He came up to me afterwards in his 80s, and he said, you know, it has never occurred to me the option of forgiveness. Mm. In his whole life, he'd carried this burden. I mean, can you imagine how terrible yeah. it is? Mm-hmm. His whole life from the time he was a young man, and it had never occurred to him that the uh, yeah. that there is an, an option that's forgiveness. You know, they say, Don, that um, hurt people hurt people. Good way to put it. People who have been wounded are those who wound others would be another way to put that. But I like the simplicity of the phrase, hurt people hurt people. And one of the illustrations that I've used on a number of occasions, and, and I've used it because it's it's been meaningful to me, because I've been guilty of carrying rocks around and having a long memory and the picture is, let's say it's the end of the service and, and you're leaving and we're passing out gunny sacks and everybody gets a burlap gunny sack. And in that gunny sack, you have to put a rock or a brick every time somebody does you wrong. And when you forgive, you can take it off. Now, you can when you go to sleep at night, if you're asleep, you can set your gunny sack down. But when you wake up, you have to be carrying your gunny sack. And for a lot of us, there are a lot of wrongs in there. There are a lot of pretty good-sized rocks, and it gets exhausting just to make your way through life. We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the worshipchannel.org.
many of us are concerned about starting the year off with habits that contribute to good health. Best-selling author and family physician Dr. Walt Larimore joins host Don Hawkins to talk about health issues on our next segment. Donna is listening in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Go ahead. I am a diabetic, and I'm facing, I want to go psychiatric bypass, but if I could find another way out, I, w- I would. I am morbidly obese, and I am about 330 pounds. I'm only five foot tall. Mm-hmm. Please help. I'm so glad you called us, Donna. First of all, recognize that there is hope. I have a good friend who was 400 pounds, and he is now down to about 240 and is in much better health than he ever was. And so just to know that there is help, that there are folks who have overcome this, let's talk to Dr. Walt Larimore about it. Walt? Well, it's an awful important question, Don. And I'm so, like Don, I'm so glad that you called in. For uh, folks in America who are more than 100 pounds overweight, and you're well over that, the studies are fairly clear. For the vast majority of those folks, nothing is more effective long-term than the surgery. However, the surgery is not effective by itself because you can defeat the surgery if you're not prepared for it, uh, not only physically but emotionally and spiritually ready for it. So most of the centers that are highly successful, there's much more than a surgeon. They have chaplains and pastors involved. They have psychologists and psychiatrists involved. They have exercise folks and registered dietitians involved. It's an entire team to help you prepare, not just for surgery, but for life after surgery. And Donna, what can that comprise of? Well, not for every surgical candidate, but for most surgical candidates with diabetes, especially if they have type 2 diabetes, Not only can they reduce their medications, but a significant number of those folks end up off their medications. Hmm. Now, Don and Donna, there's the occasional person like Governor Mike Huckabee when he was governor Mm -hmm. of, of Arkansas, morbidly obese, who just decided to use diet and exercise. Yeah. And even though he's an extremely busy man, devoted the time and effort to getting his weight down to near normal got off of all of his blood pressure medicines, got off all of his diabetic medications. But, Donna, if your doctors are recommending surgery, the good news is that the technique is now better than it has ever been. The results are better than they've ever been, and it can reverse diseases like hypertension and diabetes. Great benefits there. Donna, uh, we want to encourage you to uh, to consult with a physician, to uh, to talk those options over, to determine whether or not surgery is right for you. But make sure that, uh, that you're getting uh, the emotional and the spiritual support that you need as well. And we're going to pray for you to that end, okay? Thank you. Let's pray together. Father, we lift up Donna to you. Lord, she senses the challenge of the health issues involved in, in uh, her uh, current weight and uh, her health situation and the diabetes. And 
recognizing both the present and potential for future complications. We pray that you would guide her, Lord. If the surgery is the right option, if there's another way that you would have her to go in this, Lord, just uh, give her the grace, give her the wisdom, uh, give her the counsel, the wise counsel that will point her in the right direction. And Lord, help her to be able to uh, to shed those pounds and to be able to see an improvement in her health and, and even in the control of her diabetes. We just uh, commit that to you and commit her to your care. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Good to hear from you, Donna. Thank you so much. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dr. Walt Larimore with us answering your questions. Sharon is in Montgomery, Alabama. Welcome to Life Perspective, Sharon. My question is regarding the flu symptoms that I've been having. For two days, I've been on Zycam, and I'm getting ready to go to the doctor. But when talking to a friend, she brought up the fact that she had flu symptoms, but the doctor diagnosed it as a virus. And she kept these symptoms for about three weeks. So as it relates to the fact that I have been diagnosed with rhinitis and there's upper respiratory symptoms and things of that nature, I'm trying to make sure I have the right diagnosis and the right medication for my doctor when I go. Now, you have been to the doctor already. Who diagnosed you with rhinitis? No, I've been diagnosed with rhinitis years ago. Okay, all right. And I'm, yeah, I'm getting ready to make an appointment for this episode. All right, let's talk to Dr. Walt. It's actually something, Don and uh, Sharon, that can be term- determined not just with an examination and a lab test that doctors can do, but studies have shown that just reviewing a nine or ten symptoms can help predict whether you have a cold or flu. So let me just ask you some questions. We'll come up with some probabilities. Great idea. Do you have body aches? Yes. Are they mild or severe? Um, it's in between. When I was on the Zycam, they were mild, and then every now and then they'd be severe. Do you have chest discomfort? Uh, no, just uh, I do feel like there's congestion, though. Okay, no discomfort. Do you have chills, yes or no? Yes, oh, extremely, a lot of chills. Is your coughing a dry cough or a hacking cough? Dry. Okay. Do you Are you fatigued? Do you feel like you get up and go, got up and went? Yes, and went and, go, went, and went uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> uh-huh. So is your fatigue mild or severe? Uh, depending on if I put something in my system, it could be severe. Like if I've been having soup and juice. I don't have, have a little fever? bit of energy. Just five more quick questions. Do you have fever? Yes. How high? Didn't take it, but I know it's up there. It probably only, it may have been like 102. And headache? Yes. Sneezing? Yes, a lot. Sore throat? In the beginning, yes. Not now. I've been okay. taking a little bit. And you said you have a stuffy nose? Yes. Okay. The predictive chart of those ten questions, your answers, six of them would predict flu, Four of them would predict the cold, and they say if more than half of them indicate the flu, then it is likely the flu. Hmm. Uh, we're beginning to see it. There's about 10 states in the country where we are, are seeing the flu. Alabama's not one of them, but it doesn't mean that you're not the first one. The good news is that if you haven't had the flu vaccine so that you're susceptible to flu, if you have flu symptoms, doctors still have medications they can prescribe for you. Sharon, the flu medications work the best within the first 24 to 72 hours of symptoms. So you probably want to get a visit in the next day or two. Uh, Let's do this. Let us uh, pray for you right now. Okay, Sharon? Father, do you know what Sharon is going through? She's not feeling well. She has these symptoms. And, Lord, we just ask you to uh, free her from uh, the flu or from whatever it is that she has. I pray that you'd also give her wisdom as she talks with her doctor, help her to 
get the appointment that she needs and get the right medication that will be of help to her. And we just pray, Father, that very quickly she'll be restored to her health. Thank you, Lord, that you care about these areas of our lives. And we do commit our sister to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins, host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and lifeaudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers, production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hard-working pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.